Hello, everybody. It is the third Friday of the month, which, of course, means it is Roll for Weird Night. And you're probably asking yourself, wait, didn't you just have Roll for Weird less than a week ago? Hell yeah, we did, and we're doing it more. Hey, Dragon Bait, take over, please. Okay. That's all I had. <laughs> Great. <laughs> um, I guess, do we want to do introductions, or should people know who you guys are yet? Uh, I think we could probably just... Uh, do a recap and then at the end plug okay. our own shit but as far as our characters go i think everybody if, knows i hope yeah. so. if you don't you're gonna be so confused because this is part <laughs> two um okay so who who would like to recap all right I'll, re- I'll do it okay i'll do the recap based on my extensive notes oh, oh no. no so last time all of us we beat up larry the- i beat up larry the goblin we went to some weird church. Uh, we found a Nosferatu who is changed by Daniel Hawthorne. A guy looks like a Nosferatu. His name's Kenny. Philbert cuts himself with a knife and then goes in a church on purpose. <laughs> Silas goes and talks to them. And that is the end of my notes. <laughs> I don't know. I'll, I can only read the writing. Okay. Just two months ago. Um, has Philbert been in a lot of churches on accident? I might, I might have. It probably meant cuts himself with a knife on purpose. On purpose. Yeah, yeah, that, yeah. My mind probably just wasn't as high functioning as yours, Adam. I'm sorry. Um, so I think in post I'll do a recap. That's it. Because that's what the, I've got. there's a lot that happened. Oh, like we were already breaking that's Danny. That's the broad strokes. That's the broad strokes. That was the broad, broad strokes tr- of... I'll try to fill in a couple holes. <laughs> okay. okay. Um. So, yeah, Jeremy mentioned that... Uh, so, the only the whole reason we're here at this church is because... um Was it one of Silas's friends that was a vampire? Um, did he... Re- I don't Young remember... Kenny Maxwell. Yeah, I don't remember if, if he reached out for help or so, or some, something led... He, he telephoned me and said, you must go, you're in grave danger, or some words to that effect. Yeah, and then just stopped. And then we tracked down uh, Kenny to Kenny's last known whereabouts, which used to be this big abandoned uh, warehouse, but now we get there and it's like a big mega church thing. And um, when we go in... Uh, we we see Kenny, but he's not a, a Nosferatu anymore. Now he looks like a normal man, right? Um, and then when we went in, um, there's a pastor and his wife that are kind of like the number one, number two of the church. And it just seemed a little eerie and off to pretty much most of us. Um, I think we kind of are leaning towards it seems like they're doing something to vampires um which is fun for silas and uh yeah i think that that adds a little bit more context but still not all of it (laughs) it's fine i love you guys it's great that's all the listeners need to know that's all the listeners need to know we're at the most important thing is is that filbert went into the church on purpose Definitely was not an accident. Was not an accident. Definitely. Completely deliberately. Definitely went into the church on purpose. After cutting himself with a knife. After cutting himself with a knife. No. (laughs) On On purpose. purpose. That that was definitely on purpose. There was also, um, 
uh just to mention silas's character brother epsilon whatever whatever uh, absalom brother absalom jefferson praise the lord praise and him. Praise him. character and sister leslie sister leslie um the funniest interactions i've probably had so far uh it would have been them just screaming at my preacher man <laughs> and praising the Lord. As you do. As you do, yes. Um, so we're going to pick up where we left off and you guys had exited the church because the preacher man was like, hey, we're closing up for the night. Everybody has, has a southern exit this evening as well because I get stuck. I get stuck in, with one <laughs> accent. <laughs> you don't do- you don't have to go home, but you can't stay here. Oh, no. Uh, so you guys um, file out. They were very nice to you. They didn't, like, say anything that didn't seem very threatening either. Kenny is not a vampire anymore, which is concerning, I think, would be a word that you should say. Um, but, yeah, you guys exit out. They shut the doors. Uh, looks like they're... It looks like they may stay there for the night, or at least they're cleaning up. So they're, they've are they locked the doors behind you guys as well. What would you like to do? Well, once, once we're a little ways away from the church and, you know, not within easy earshot, I'll pull out Kenny's journal and the papers that I got from upstairs and say... Uh, well, I don't know if these mean anything, but I found these upstairs when I was uh, poking around. Should we should we hop in the van and uh, give a read through them, or did you already read through them? Any? Uh, I was caught in that particular room by by Miss Sister Delilah. Um, so I haven't had a chance to read it through yet. I didn't want to let her know that I had it. So no, I haven't. I haven't really. I haven't really read through it yet. I glanced through it, but not anything serious. You only really got to look at the page that yeah. you found. Well, let us. Sorry, you're fine. Keep going. It it has been two months. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah, yeah, yeah. Now to the golden chariot that is the Subaru Forester, yeah. and Stop. return. Stop. I need- Granddad, Granddad, please. I'm begging I you. Get out of the sight of these windows before I drop the pretense. Well then, let's hustle to the forester. Well then, get in. The, well then, get in the fucking car. <laughs> Laceup is going to call shotgun, but not actually Bamf because she's smarter than that. <laughs> well done, Sister Leslie. But she's not sitting behind Silas or in the trunk again. Well done, Sister Leslie. Well played. <laughs> I, th- I think Philbert would take the trunk this time. You don't have to take the trunk. Yeah, there's enough seats for everyone. Yeah. Why was Lisa in the trunk last time? Because Silas, because Silas was practically sitting in her lap. He had the I chair rolled all the way back. She yeah. always wins a uh, <laughs> shotgun, and I'm an elderly man with poor <laughs> rickety knees. He's uh, he's your knees are a little- fine. He's becoming a little um, aggressive Agitated. since you yeah. got a girlfriend. <laughs> yeah, I've noticed that too. <laughs> Says the voice of God. I don't know. <laughs> <laughs> so you all Silver are getting her monologue. Yeah. So you all are getting back into the into the car. 
Are you going to go? As we're getting in, Shadow's like, why are we even getting in here? Are we going somewhere? Or are we just going to read this thing? Can't we just like stand outside? We should probably leave the vicinity before. Yeah, we could maybe go to like a Cracker Barrel. Or you did say there Denny's. were uh, Waffle Houses yes, located can, near. Can he, um, uh, can can he feeds from Waffle House oil covered people? Wait, you all promised we'd go to IHOP this time. Well, we can go wherever you like. It's immaterial to me. I'm seconding I- IHOP. <laughs> but actually, actually, I do enjoy the pancakes. I, I would be acceptable. Misty's driving, right? So I guess Misty, you're the you're the final say. I mean, I do get veto vote, but I, I do I do think that this is a benevolent dictatorship. All right. Well, it does sound like IHOP either way. So let's head over and read this journal. Have a nice snack. I'm I'm. T- I'm tempted to change my vote just for that comment, but I hop <laughs> because I. Of course, the thing with a benevolent dictatorship—it's the dictator who decides whether or not it's benevolent. So, uh, let's go. All right, so you guys drive to the nearest IHOP. How close um, is that? I don't know. I, it's close. You're Sixteen fathoms. I don't know. I don't know what things. It's it's three states away. No. Um. All right, settle in. <laughs> There's it's one like IHOP most places it's- around here. It's like 15 minutes to an IHOP. Yeah, yeah. So you get you get to the IHOP. Uh, it's obviously open. It's one of those 24 hour ones, and uh, you go inside, and you're probably gonna bother the waitress. I get it, or the waiter. <laughs> uh, like that Denny's episode. <laughs> yeah, there's um, there's five of us. <laughs> you know, we don't try to bother people. It just sort of happens. Are you dressed like a priest? Like it. I dropped the glamour as soon as we got out of sight of the. Uh... Oh, okay. <laughs> Did you dress? Well, like I a suppose priest? it depends on what you think a priest dressed like. I could be a more lay preacher or something, um, but uh, I've certainly been laid. I don't know about a preacher. Um, nevertheless, no, I'm dressed in my usual garb. All right. They they sit you down in one of the tables uh, towards the back. Uh, fits all of you uh and uh yeah they take your order we're not going through the whole order guys <laughs> don't you dare adam i, no, I saw we're you alive now no we're i was just thinking we're alive now we can no longer just do a redo <laughs> i mean we have before we did that wasn't live on it stream. wasn't live <laughs> That's it true. wasn't it was uh during like one of those little episodes that we sometimes do between episodes for that the podcast was, only. That was a cluster. <laughs> so you have a book and several pieces of paper? Yes. Well. Should we like divvy it up and um, everybody take either a sheet or a... One, two, book? three, four. Yeah, that's several, all right. What are you counting up, Granddad? I was just seeing whether or not there were several. Uh, it all adds up. There was exactly several. Is this like on Terry? Is this, is this like in Terry Pratchett? One too many lots. I don't know what you mean. <laughs> I can count all the way to several. I learned that in uh, grammar school. I think. I think the goal of it is we're going to divvy up the sheets. All the papers say the same thing, and Misty knew this oh. from the last time because all it says is Jesus. They have. <laughs> No, 
It says, uh, they are here, they have found us, and it just repeats in uh, several, like, several instances, in, in, <sighs> words tonight. Thank you. Um, but uh, I actually don't remember what they actually said, but it was in that kind of uh, way. And um, then, like, you have a thick journal is the other one that uh, is in the same handwriting when you open it up. Well, I get... Okay, well, we sure did blow through these papers real quick. Who's who's on journal duty? Well, do the does the paper appear to be all in the same handwriting? Yes. Does it look to be changing at any point? You know, it starts out a little calm and gets more frantic... No, these all look very frantic. Okay. And it's all apparently the same hand? Yes. Shadow's just eating his strawberry banana French toast, so he is not volunteering as of yet. <laughs> That's fine. Let me, have a, let me have a go at that thick volume mm. there. Sure. Slide it over to, to him. It should just be the last mm, several entries, maybe? Yes, well, I wasn't proposing to read the entire thing here in this we, yes, we don't have. We do not have all night. Well. You might. Perhaps we do. However, uh, let us have a look at the, uh, at the most recent entries. In fact, okay, so when, you- when was the last time? What, what, do we know uh, when you last saw him, how long ago that was? Oh. Uh, it was like three months beforehand. So it's, uh, whatever whatever occurred has occurred within those three months. So we'll start from the last time you saw him and work forwards until we find something mentioning interaction with this church. Seems reasonable. Yeah, it, has, it, it hasn't been that long. No, it hasn't. But I'm trying to remember when we recorded that particular. It's been a while. So it was before the prison, before... Mm-hmm. Uh... It was after the hotel, though. Yes. So it's been a while. It's been a little bit. Um, s- Suffice to say, we can read forward until we get to a, yeah, a, yeah, yeah, a yeah, sufficient yeah. point to drive the narrative of this adventure. Yes, yes, yes. You flip <laughs> towards the back of the book. Um, and you know, because you've talked to Kenny before, that he has been kind of obsessed with these He's never called them like vampire hunters, but they've been always like this group that mm. seems to try to find vampires. Kenny didn't know what they did with them, but he has talked to you about friends disappearing. And you're like, well, Kenny doesn't have friends because <laughs> he doesn't invite people over much. Poor I'm Kenneth. kidding. I'm kidding. But you know, he's more of like, more of a hermit, doesn't really like talk to a lot of people. So when he's like, when he says, oh, these people have gone missing, you took notice, but you weren't sure how to help in originally. And this has been happening. He's been he's told you about this for years. Basically, since you met him, he was like, no, there's a group out there that have been kidnapping vampires and I don't know what they do with them. And over time, you're like, maybe Kenneth is just crazy because <laughs> you hadn't seen any of that. Um, and then this happened and you're kind of like, hmm, okay. So you get to, there's like a few entrances in the back and some of them are shorter. And one of them says, somebody has been watching me. 
I don't know who it is. I can't tell where it's coming from. But there seems to be eyes on my place. I need to get out of here. And that's one of like the second to last ones he has. The last one is written very quickly in a in a rushed hand that just says I need to call Silas. Well, he did call me, so that doesn't help us. Uh David Kenny. Uh but you do see that he 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 starts in in an entrance before the one where he's like somebody's watching me. He's talking about a man and a woman that have walked past the 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 um warehouse several times sometimes in the middle of the night and he and sometimes during the day and he's not sure what they were doing at first but he's slowly getting more paranoid as he keeps seeing them well yeah, that'll be man man and a woman could well be any man and or woman um yes but by so, process of elimination it's probably it's probably them but Again, what does that help us? We already know that they've set up shop where he was living, so it just confirms our suspicions that they were spying on him, tracking him somehow, or some... I don't see that it gets us any closer to um, finding out what they want. I think it gives us a little bit more uh, assurance that these two are probably up to... No good, or if, I mean, to me, it sounds like they're curing vampires, so maybe some good? I was going to say, could we reach out to Agent Crow and see whether or not they could do, she could do some kind of background check on these people, see whether they are who they say they are. Not if they're, like, up to date on their taxes or anything. Well, yeah. I was thinking more or not whether or not they have any kind of criminal record or... Uh, there's some sort of record of these people existing, of their using aliases. At least we'll have some, some idea. Tax records, yeah. <laughs> yeah. Yes, of course. I'm, I'm, yes, that's exactly right, Phil. But yes, I'm very concerned about them uh, evading their taxes. Um, because perhaps Silver, they you haven't things. eaten any of your, uh, you haven't eaten any of your pancakes. Why are you talking to yourself? <laughs> I mean, Silver. It, oh boy, it has been it's Silver been a long time with church and everything. Whenever I accidentally go into a church, it really messes with the brain. But you deliberately went into this church. Except oh, what you all think so. it was actually on accident. <laughs> I know it really looked like I went on purpose. It was actually on accident. Well, nevertheless, uh, you've been taking. But no, that. yeah, Silas, you haven't been. You haven't been you touching your pancakes. Well, you see, I'm, um, I didn't actually order any. It was a bit presumptuous of you to just assume that I would want an enormous plate of pancakes. Uh, everybody wants an enormous plate of pancakes, Silas, of course. I'm just gonna reach forward and grab it. Well, of course, uh, of course you would. Just, just assume, wouldn't you? Just cast aside my feelings as easily as you would a pair of soiled gloves. But nevertheless, um, no, Philbert, um, I've been rather too concerned about the fate of my friend, uh, Kenny, and why he's no longer a, a fuck-ugly Nosferatu. <laughs> you know what I'm concerned about? Shadow just stole your pancakes after eating all of his French toast. That's so many carbs, Shadow. That's so many gosh dang carbs. Why are you going after him for carbs again? Yeah, I don't have to be the one that has to worry about that, Filbert. And I just keep eating them. And I'm just eating my pancakes after I cleared a whole plate of six French toasts. 
strawberry banana. You know what they say, Phil, but once you settle down, you start packing on the pounds. You really... Lisa picks up the salt shaker and passes it to Misty and says, put that on another table. We don't need any more of it here. <laughs> <laughs> and Misty just bursts out laughing because... That was petty for Lisa, but I, I am here for it. So that I'll was take it. the best joke that Lisa has I've made. I've been noticing a lot more sass from Lisa lately. These last two or three episodes. She's yeah. hanging out with you guys for too long. <laughs> She's been hanging out too much. Yeah. I'll, I'll, I'll like lean and put it on a different table and just scooch it away. She learns like Watson AI, anything she encounters. It just becomes part of her. Oh, She's, no. She, is she encountered us. I'm so sorry. We we have we have contaminated the divine. It's fine. <laughs> I wasn't apologizing to you. No, no. <laughs> apologizing to the gods that lent us this divine. Basically. Well, they're already angry at me. It doesn't matter. Mm, fair enough. They're bloody furious at me for any number of reasons. <laughs> Probably all at the same time. So if this guy's curing vampires, I mean, is it against their will? I mean, Silas, you seem to be enjoying yourself, whatever that means. I mean... Um, well, no, um, no, I'm sorry. It's just the uh, the way I tend to my hands. Um, no, the, there's no um, evidence that it was that he was coerced per se. He seems perfectly happy in the uh, situation now. But his memory has been wiped. Well, this he's, is what he's, I'm not. I'm not arguing that point, but it's difficult to say whether or not he's uh, in a better position now than he was before, living as he did as a, a f- feral creature, um, in an, the outcast of society. You know, at least now he's got some purpose and feels like he belongs to something. However, he did seem a little. Mind washing, brainwashing well, these people. Mm, I mean, he seemed even more so. Like, did you, did you get, a, did you have a conversation with him, Silas? Briefly, I, I forgot you were. I yeah, you were. Uh, you and Layseth were a little busy in there. I don't remember if you actually had a one on one with Kenny, but did not seem like he was really all there. He certainly didn't seem himself. Um, but I don't know. Whether these people are themselves, if whether they have malicious intent, perhaps they think they're doing right by um, Kenny and however any others they may have cured. Um, If you're doing the right thing for the wrong reasons, it's still wrong. Well, that's true, but I think it would determine how how stern I would be in meeting out punishment. Because being a dick without with good intentions is still, I think, mitigates the situation slightly. Well, if you're just being a dick because you're a dick, then uh, prepare to uh, meet a sticky end. As if it's hey, come on, a we, dick. We don't need that kind of language. We're in an IHOP. I'm so sorry. <laughs> a cock. You almost made Jeremy spit out his drink. That was great. (laughs) 
Another day is here, and you're ready for it. What to wear? Check. Breakfast, lunch, and dinner? Check. Planning for what's next and how to save for it? That's where Bank of America can help. For your financial to-dos, Bank of America has experts ready to help get you closer to your goals. Get started at one of our local financial centers or 24-7 in our mobile banking app. Find a location near you at bankofamerica.com slash talk to us. What would you like the power to do? Mobile banking requires downloading the app and is only available for select devices. Message and data rates may apply. Bank of America and a member FDIC. All right, so what are we going to do here? I mean... Uh... I mean, I don't know. I don't know what, I mean, what, usually we deal with things that are straightforwardly supernatural. Well, in the absence of These any- These are people. Well, they're definitely bloody supernatural. I mean, what did you say? You looked at him and you saw a blinding white light? Yes. But I mean, it's not- it- there's, there's some sort of power centered around his crucifix. Of, of that, I'm certain. Well, then let's go in, nick the crucifix, and find out what we can. Yes, I think probably the best the best plan of attack is to go there as soon as possible while they're... I mean, now that I'm all energized, I can just run in there with my sword and you guys can just do whatever. I mean, that should be plenty of a distraction, right? I mean, it's no skin off my nose if you take some skin off their noses. But, well, um, I'm not saying I need to slash anybody. Just I figured walking in there with a the sword and draw some attention my way and then you can nick nick whatever you want to nick well well i mean if it's right now if they're locked up it should be pretty maybe uh maybe the pastor and his wife or you know maybe they stay there i didn't know did you two uh back there see like any like do, are they living there does it look like did i did i see anything that suggested Living quarters. Uh, you did not because all you found was Kenny's old room. Um, you knew that there were other doors, but you didn't check them, and you didn't have time because Delilah kind of showed up all of a sudden. She did talk about how they'd been renovating the place, though, so it could be that they live there. It could be that they don't. When we were being ushered out, was Kenny among those who remained behind to clean up, or did he leave as well? Like, was he it just behind? So I think, you know what? I'm all carved up. I think it sounds kind of fun if we like go do like a, you know, a reconnaissance, like a heist. Reconnaissance you you and heist the, are different words. They're, yeah, they're not the same <laughs> thing. Well, we, it starts <laughs> with, it starts with, a, we do a minimal reconnaissance, right? Like a 10 to 15 minute reconnaissance. And then immediately. <laughs> I feel, I feel like, didn't we already do that? When we went in there and stole this shit, I mean, yes, yeah, so that's pretty much what we did, right? We we got the lay of the land and found the backstage areas, and Misty's already been there before, and you know we've we've cased the joint in the exciting parlance of of American uh, criminals, I believe. But we don't know like how many people are in there, so we just kind of oh. like peek in some windows, find out how many people are in there, and then uh, worst case we uh heist the uh the crucifix or or anything and, else uh, that we find we can... that is well we're not like taking 
the the donation platter and stuff like that, Misty. I don't want to, nor do I need to. Are, are, are you all right, Philbert? Do you need money? No, I'm not the one that said we're going to take down whatever's not bolted to the floor, I'd say, I'd say we, we, we take no whatever it looks like that. it might be uh, connected to this particular job, this okay. particular work that they're doing. You didn't let me finish my fucking sentence. Sorry, <laughs> I thought you were getting to, let's take whatever looks valuable. Well, why we, don't we go get some balaclavas and ski masks and such and just burst in there? <laughs> or we could have Misty go speak with her old friend, Kenny. And try to determine whether he chose to have this change in lifestyle. Because so, from his writings, it seems as though he did not, but... Right, and that, and that's because I... Creeper Caper, I did. I did talk to him, and I did, and I and I and he, and he was and he was indicating that load. I've been saved, and it's been wonderful. Yes, but he also said that it's been ten years, right? So I'm, I'm like, look, he says that he's happier, but he also has no sense of time. Like I was in that place when it was dilapidated three odd months ago, and he says that they've been there for ten years. So they're doing something to his head. I don't trust what he's saying. I don't trust that he knows what he's saying. You would also, oh, sorry. Uh, you would also know that um, Delilah had also said that they had been there for ten years. Yeah. Um, Which yeah. is just, I mean, they've done a lot of work in the last few months, but they haven't been there ten years because I was there just a few months ago. Well, I think we, before we before we do anything else, we should really define what measures we're willing to take because, although. Their behavior is admittedly strange, and they do seem to be having doing something. I don't think it's necessarily the case that they, you know, they're, they're lying doesn't necessarily justify the use of violence against them. So I think we should probably establish exactly what we intend to do once we get in there. Well, and perhaps if we can remove Kenny from the situation, we might attempt some magic or some healing to see if we could remove whatever has been done to him, or at the very least determine what has been done to him. Is it something magical? Is it a curse? Is it something that can be reversed? Mind mind magic is touchy at best. It is very, very delicate work. Um, that's something that I don't have a lot of experience with and will take time. Misty, since I since you last visited my house, um, I've had some upgrades that may be useful. Um, I have a magical library, uh, accessible in ways that I will describe perhaps later if we visit my house. I also have um, an oubliette, uh, which is a place where I can keep people if necessary, and recover. Uh, perhaps we should do something of a smash and grab, try and retrieve the crucifix, take Kenny, store him in the oubliette, make the requisite magical studies, and try and work out what's been done to him. Is it going to hurt him? No, he'll be perfectly safe. No harm will come to him. He won't be able to escape. Would it be possible... 
for me to become acquainted with your oubliette? Ah, you, bamping it out. Even by, you cannot, once within, you cannot escape even by magical means. So you I could, mean, you could, just I don't but, think but you could pull, pull me out, could you not? I could pull you out. Yes. You're just going to bamp out. But I mean, you could just go to Silas's house. True. And then walk into the oubliette. Uh, Is that how we were saying yes. it? Yes. So if you, you know, the cupboard under the stairs, Lacer? Indeed, yes. In the hall. Uh, mm-hmm. It's in there. Uh, just open the door and shove him in. Um, you won't be able to oh, get him out again. Um, you turned you turned the Harry Potter closet into an oubliette. Well, okay. no, it's covered under the stairs. It's a useful utility uh, closet. It, it used to have um, other things in there. Um, but uh, those parties have been less frequently attended recently, so I had some space. <laughs> what? Why are you all looking at me like that? But yes, I mean, like I said, we can store Kenny in there. He won't, he won't come to any physical harm. I mean, it's a nucleus. We'll give him, I'll uh, make sure there's, I don't know, some candles or something in there for him. He likes those. Um, Food? Water, maybe? Oh, uh, yes. Well, you've catered to in that regard. It's fine. Um, but, uh, yes, yeah, so he, he will be, he be, will be restrained. At least he'll be safe. And nothing will be able to get him from the outside unless I permit it. I I would like to. You have a library, Granddad. You didn't tell me. Um. Yes. I would. I I would love to spend some time studying. You're always welcome uh, in my house anytime you you like, except the third Tuesday of every month, as you know, when yes, when Granddad's special friends come. I'm not touching that. <laughs> they they touch it. Quite enough. Nope. Enough nope, of- <laughs> nope. 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 <laughs> I think this actually sounds like a really good plan. So it sounds like we infiltrate, we take the crucifix of Lacehead sees Kenneth, gonna bamf him to Silas' house, shove him under the stairs. It sounds worse. And then we've got to. He'll be fine. It'll <laughs> <laughs> be it'll be okay. It's it's for his own good, right? And then we take the crucifix and we try to study it and see if there's actually any kind of like, like black magic about it. That's oh, well, let's not uh, bandy about. We try not like to hurt anybody because if it's a negative thing. But let's see if there's any, any you know whatever magical influence if if malfeasance, any malfeasance or yes, yeah, uh, acts of um, mental interference. Um, we, we can uh, we can look into those with my uh, arcane library. You're not the only one with a library, Philbert. Is, is Kenny the best one to take to the Oubliette then? Or would it make more sense to perhaps... I mean, I could and simply whoever shake is, hands Whoever goes with... in there is in there. They're not coming out no matter what they are. Um, Ever? Unless I, t- uh, yes, un- unless I let them out, they're in, the- they're in there good and proper. Oh dear. I always- Mr. Ib! I, uh, yeah, I have finished my pancakes and I'm in love with this plan. Yeah, I, I still think we should probably do Kenny and not one of the pastor or his wife because Kenny's gonna, Kenny's like a, f- a friend of you two, right? So, uh, talking to, uh, Misty and Silas. So 
I don't think we should be, you know, taking anybody uh, that we don't, because that's going to be kidnapping, mm-hmm. right? If we do get this to the bottom the of it and we find out that they're on the up and this up. This is the thing. Like, I, it might be more effective to, as Lisa says, either take Daniel or, now hear me out, this may sound evil, um, we take his wife and put her in the oubliette. And we say, now look here, you Daniel person. You tell us what you did to bloody Kenny or your wife gets it. But she, does, she doesn't have to actually get it. But, um, you know, we make some threats and then he'll be perhaps more likely to comply. We have some leverage. What exactly are you threatening? Well, I don't know. Like I say, we kidnap his wife and stick her under the stairs. <laughs> All right, this has gone long enough. <laughs> and, then, and then we say, tell us what you know, you rotter. I mean, I mean, I, I, I will point out they do seem to have some kind of power, and if they know it's us, we'll... Well, as I say, they, as I they say, don't have to know a, it's, it's us. A, it could be a calculated risk. Whoever is in the oubliette is not detectable by magical means and cannot get out unless I let them. So, assuming that Daniel or his wife have some sort of power, they might be able to resist being bamfed to my house in the first place. Um, if not, then we should be able to get them there and just use main force to get them in. But... Um, as I say, uh, if we take Kenny, he is at least a friend to us, or was. And but he's um, still he's still friendly with me, at least. I think he's he'd probably still be friendly with me, but I think he'd probably try and convince me to undergo whatever process. That that's an idea. Perhaps we should just uh, take Kenny. Get him to tell me, put him in the oubliette, and then get him to tell me what, what what they did to him. But I'm not disguised as Brother Absalom. I'm watching Filbert out of the corner of my eye. <laughs> well, it's just because I've known him for a number of years, you see. He could be more likely to confide in me. Now, do we necessarily need to put Kenny into the oubliette? Well, I... The thing I'm worried about is that he'll try to just run straight back to them. And in so doing, give away our plan. And our location. And our location. Having said that, they already, if, if Kenny is to be believed, they were already somewhat aware of my location to begin with. In which case, it might just be better to go there and wait, for, try and spring a counter trap on them. In which case, any of those three people might work as leverage. I want to get Kenny out of their hands, and I want to try and at least undo the brain fuckery that they did. I think I owe him at least that much. Whether or not he wants to return to being a, vamp- a vampire is his, is, his, right. is if, his decision. Exactly. If he's if he's happier the way that he is, genuinely, and we can undo the brain fuckery to have him know what, what day it is and what happened, then, I mean, he's an adult. He can make his own choices. All right. So we're going to rescue Kenny, try and grab the crucifix, which we believe is a source of power, 
and perhaps we could start, start doing some and start doing some start research. Doing we could put the crucifix in the oubliette too, and that will also not be traceable by magical means. So we want to put Kenny in the oubliette so that he cannot be traced. Mm-hmm. It will be safe, rather than just taking him to your parlor and having a conversation with the oubliette nearby, so we can shove him in if we need to. We can take him to the oubliette, and we can have the conversations in there, right? Silas, how many people can fit under the stairs? Well, it's basically a pocket dimension within there, so there's no limit. There we go. We can all go in there. But the thing is, we do need to... I think Layset's going to be on Kenny, and then I think the other four of us are going to have to... Uh, get that. How big was that crucifix? Is it going to be something that needs like four people it's to around carry his it neck, out, or is it like? <laughs> oh, oh, I was picturing it's like not, a big. It's, uh, it's like, not. It's not like wait. a life-size nine feet tall crucifix. <laughs> so we have to go and get it all. Oh, that changes everything for me. I'm picturing like breaking in. No. And like I thought it was like mounted in this the church, and we were going to be stealing. This isn't it. going to require a van or something. This is going to be, you know, a case of <sighs> removing some jewelry. Then, well, that changes a lot. For me, okay. It does make it Same more Same thing. We can still go in. Yeah, we don't. I don't know if he's going to be sleeping in the thing well, or not. You have a tranquilizer like, gun, don't oh, you, Philbert? In your armory. Uh, let me. Well, in my armory. How close are we to our house? I don't think we're that we're far. No, still. you're all in Louisville. Yeah, we're like less than half an hour away. Um. So, uh, what I can tell you about having a tranquilizer is, um. I've got preparedness. When you need something unusual or rare, roll plus sharp. And on plus 10, you have it right here. On a 7 to 9, you have it, but not here. And it will take some time to get. Otherwise, I pretty much don't have it. Okay, then roll that um, thing. I, I, Well, I've got... So, Dragon Bait, I've got two different things, and I'll let you tell me which one you would rather me do. I think it's probably going to boil down to the same exact roll, but... Um, so I also have armory at the house. You have a stockpile of myth- mythical and rare monster-growing weapons and items. If you need a special item, roll plus weird. On a plus 10, you have it, and plenty, if that matters. On a 7 and 9, you have it, but only the minimum. Otherwise, I don't have the thing. So I don't know if you'd rather me do preparedness or armory. So preparedness would mean that you have it with you right now. Yeah. Um, so. Yeah, and the only thing that you told me you took last time was a shotgun. So okay, I'm gonna so say let's do armory. yeah, do the armory, which is hard a harder roll because it's I got one less bonus. Well, you to still the, have luck. Weird than sharp. Um, I rolled a seven plus one an eight, okay. so that means that on a seven and nine you have it, but only the minimum. So maybe I have it, but only one. Dose and one gun shot. Yeah. yeah. I'll say you okay. have probably two shots, but only like one gun. Okay. And cool. and I mean, I, I, I would be able to magically lock someone into place. They would be conscious, but I can I can trap someone. So I just magic people to sleep as well. I mean that is an option, and although it does it does require me to shout sleep, which <laughs> Silas, I don't, I don't get to do a lot because I don't have the magic, right? So I don't get to do a lot of cool stuff. Can you just give me? I'm this, just saying please? as a, as, as, a as a backup, you know, as a backup. Okay, it will be a backup, but I really want as to. As I say, I do have to shout, I got to sleep, use it. but rather conspicuous volume, which yeah, sort why, of undermines the effect of the. Why do you keep now. yelling? Everyone's looking at us. 
Oh, yeah, we should probably pay our bill and tip really well and head out. Everyone stares at us when we go places. Aren't you used to this yeah, by now, Shadow? He yells, they look again. Is that unusual? They finally looked yes. away. Oh, Layseth. Layseth, people usually don't stare like they do at our group. Oh. It is highly unusual. Do, do, do you remember when we went out for, for drinks with, with Agent Crow after the bunny incident? Oh, yes. That's and how we. That was and odd. how we didn't get weird looks. Is that normal? That's normal. Huh. <laughs> it's mostly traveling with the boys that makes for weird. Are men odd? Yes. <laughs> well, I don't have to but sit also, here and be insulted. But um, also, these men are particularly odd. A cloud right. of vapor dissipates underneath the door and goes back towards the Subaru. <laughs> Love you, Grandad. Alright, let's go get this Trank gun and uh, do our high slash kidnapping. Nice Rescue. Kidnapping, we are rescuing. Re- that's the word for nice kidnapping. <laughs> Rescue. <laughs> You know, you used to get mad at me for doing shit like this. For for kidnapping? I, like, brought a knife once and you freaked out and now you're all kidnapping somebody. You've rubbed off on us. I'm, like, the most innocent one here now. I have been blessed with the maple syrup. I have eaten my fill. And I have become whole again. I, I, I look at him, and I look at a container of syrup on the table, and I very seriously consider giving him a baptism before deciding that that would take too long to clean up. Anyways, I'm going to go outside and smoke a cigarette. Let me know when you guys are ready, and I'm just getting up and going outside. Fucking silence already out there. There's a cloud of mist. That's my smoke. Um, that was my smoke you saw. So, yeah, I... Th- <laughs> <laughs> so, I think plan is... Get my trank gun so that I can actually do something. Break into the church. Hope that nobody's really there. Layseth just needs to grab Kenny. Is that how that I works? I simply need to with touch Layseth? him. Okay. And then we have to find the... Like, trank the dude with the crucifix. Steal it. Go back and then uh, both interrogate Kenny and study no, no, crucifix. We, we, Got no, it. I'm not, I'm not there. <laughs> that was out of character. <laughs> I think my voice is too close to we, gen- uh, we gently um we gently we gently, question. gently question and reassure Kenny and we pat him on the head and offer him a word as original and mm, cup of tea. We're all not right. gonna break his kneecaps, none of that. What would happen if my smoke got all up in your vampire mist? And then my shirt, when I reformed, my shirt would be somewhat nicotine stained. <laughs> you come back with a Joe Camel jacket. Your leg is just a big stogie. <laughs> <laughs> oh, God. What is this? What are those? Lucky strikes? It's awful. All right. But yes, that does sound like what we are planning to do. So we should swing back by your place and grab the trike gun. Yep. I know exactly where it is. I'll just dip in, grab it. I got two doses, one trank gun. What's my range on this trank gun, DB? I don't know if I need to, like, uh, if I can, like, snipe somebody from across no. the room, or I've got to, like, inject no, it into so them. So it is a gun, so you can shoot them with it? 
Oh, uh, yeah. It's not like you. <laughs> oh, yeah. So, well, I, well, I just started picturing, like, um, fuck, I couldn't think of a single, like, video game or movie, but I. Yeah, so kind of like a. No, uh, you don't like have a, a blow I'm thinking like blo- thing. <laughs> Like a gun. Yeah, 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 yeah. I'm just trying to think. Like, I'm blanking on any kind of like uh, f- fictional reference to one. But, Jurassic uh, but yeah, Park with with yeah. <laughs> with striking the dinosaurs. That's what I was blanking on. That's <laughs> the chat just said you've only seen Adam Sandler Sandler movies. So, <laughs> but the thing Saving is, Silverman? you know, you know, Adam Sand Adam Sandler movies have a lot of fucking drinks. It's on. ridiculous, okay. honestly. Okay, so yeah, I got it, and I got two doses. That's good to know. Are... Anything else we got to do before we get to the church? No, I think any... Are we still in the Forester? Any of the research has to wait until we have something to research. So, um, yeah, I think we're ready to go. It is the middle of the night now, is it not? Yes. Is it possible for one of you to send a message to Agent Crow to check to see if we can get a background check started on these folks? I'm sure it won't happen until morning at the very least. Yeah, I can I can shoot her a text, see, you know, see if she'd be willing to do us a solid on that one and promise that them that we're not dragging her into it this time. Well, I don't know. Okay. She, once, once she's, <laughs> once she's come within our orbit, it does tend to decay. Uh, You're not wrong. Brace I don't remember if there, Agent Crow. <laughs> I don't remember if we owe her or she owes us at this point, or if we're even. Uh, I think we racked up a lot of favors, but then we saved her sister. So, so it might be even. We might be even. All right. So we can we we can say you know there's a favor banked, and we're not asking her to intervene. We're simply asking for information. Exactly. Yeah, I'll I'll shoot her uh, as we're walking out of the IHOP. I'll I'll send her a quick text uh, with the with as much information as I have on these people. Mm-hmm. Starting off with apologies for texting so late. It's why I'm not calling. Mm-hmm. Yep. Uh, strange. You get an automatic text. And it just okay. says, um, Agent Samantha Crow cannot come to the phone. Uh, do not contact her again. Is that like a message? Um, are you telling us this? I, I just like stop in the middle of, of the parking lot staring down at my phone. Misty? And just like... What's on? What's going on? I think we got some X-Files shit going on here. No, but I'll pass my phone over to Layseth. I am suddenly far less concerned about this Kenny fellow. <laughs> Do we need to save him, or can we go save Agent Crow? I'm not Let's sure that fo- she needs saving. It's prob- It could be that uh, her higher-ups have... Uh, Gotten tired of us? Gotten tired of our bullshit, yes. Um, I mean, she has organized the removal of actual literal corpses on our behalf before. Um, Thank you for that, uh, m- Silas. Multi- multiple times. 
Well, I didn't... Bl- I, I, for the millionth bloody time, I didn't know. I didn't know. I thought you were just going to collect a package for me. I'm sorry. I can't just keep apologizing for the rest of my life. Well, I think we need to put the crow on the back burner. I don't think we can really do anything about that tonight. I think what we need to do is focus on saving Kenny if he wants to be saved. And if we find out it is kind of like brainwashing by force, then uh, we should probably do something about this uh, creepy church. So, so yes, rescue Kenny, try to get the crucifix if we can, if they're there, and then start doing some research. And then tomorrow, tomorrow, we call Agent Crow instead of texting because we'll want to get to the bottom of that. But that's a tomorrow thing, not a tonight thing. Are you sure? Perhaps we'll have. Um, Shadow attempt to contact her instead tomorrow. In the meantime, let us return to that warehouse and are we going to simply knock on the door or are we going to break in? Oh, no, 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 no. These are important questions. We must have an answer before we approach the door. Did you see what kind of, like, locks and stuff were on the doors? On, like, the main door in, for instance? Uh, it, It looked like just a simple, like, key lock. Like... It, there were simple door doors, things that you don't normally see on like warehouses. Things had changed quite a bit, and there were these like wooden doors that they locked. Um, was there any non-stained glass windows that you can actually like peep into, like or a uh, fire escape, or something like that? Yeah, there's there. Misty would know that there was a fire escape on this building. Um. It was off to one side. She might be a little hesitant to go into it because that was the same alleyway that she got attacked in. But you know that there are fire escapes there. Okay. As for stained glass windows, I'm going to tell you this is a warehouse, so the bottom part usually doesn't have a lot of, like, windows. Well... I think the the fire escape is probably the smartest way to get in. Yes. Um, we could always make a make an escape through the doors if necessary. Yeah, we should probably have some kind of escape. I mean, obviously, Leoseth always has an escape route, but uh, the other four, the rest of us, should probably have a plan of exit. We're gonna just like if things really pop off or. So we're all good. We're not going to kill anybody. Don't plan to. So so the plan is to bail if things start to pop off, right? Yes. Okay. And I think we just, we can maybe just blanket statement if you're closest to the front doors, fire escape, or just whatever uh, uh, exit you can find. Just kind of like every person for themselves. Everyone will just get out of the building if things really aren't going the right way. Should we, um, take some pains to conceal our identities? Yeah, maybe cover our face or something. I mean, 
If we're worried about them finding out, if we mess up, all we gotta do is not let them know it was us. Well, they'll recognize us from earlier, all those of us who weren't disguised. So yeah, just, I mean, ski mask. I had hoped rather that Silas might be able to use his magic again. Yes, well, I tell you what, then. I'll turn us into some sort of themes. Chat, why don't you suggest a theme for <laughs> disguise the party as? Oh, no. So what, do, so what does... What exactly are you able to do with well, that? Well, I can cast a glamour, much as I did earlier. Mimes? Uh, on, upon myself. <laughs> Mimes? Mimes is a suggestion, all right. Any others? The Backstreet Boys? Is there Backstreet Boys? <laughs> I'm sorry, I lost it at mimes. <laughs> well, that sh- that should help with keeping us quiet. That, honestly, that it could work. Cooks, Scooby mimes, Game. or cooks. Well, it doesn't really matter. Cooks, I mean, probably we'll be memorable. <laughs> no matter, <laughs> no matter what. I rather like the idea of framing the Backstreet Boys for kidnapping. <laughs> 1986 Globetrotters. <laughs> the, the Scooby-Doo gang. Oh, no, but nobody's going... The, the thing about that is, is nobody's going to... You can be the dog. try to arrest the Scooby-Doo gang. But they might actually try and arrest the Backstreet Boys <laughs> for something we did. And I find that hilarious. So, um, the Backstreet Boys, I think... Everybody. Yeah. I'll be Justin Timberlake. What? Right, I'm gonna roll. I'm gonna roll. Justin, Justin Timberlake is not a Backstreet Boy. No, he was in NSYNC. You, you need to get your references in sync. I'll be, I'll be Andy Sandberg. No, you will not be Andy Sandberg. You jerk. That well, was I rolled. Great. I rolled a ten for used magic. Yeah. So I'm Judge <laughs> Justin Timberlake. No, you're not. We're the Backstreet Boys. All right, let me pick a Backstreet Boy real Are quick. Are you? I think so. It's decided then. Oh my. We're back. Yes, we're back. <laughs> All right. I oh, mean, no. in 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 Adam's defense, I could not name a single Backstreet Boy. Nick no. Carter, uh, Brian, Howie, Nick Carter. Notice AJ, how you don't know their last names. Kevin, I only know Nick Carter. He was my boy. <laughs> okay, there is Nick Carter, AJ McLean, Brian Littrell, Howie Drew, and Kevin <laughs> Richardson. This is like literally Brian <laughs> Littrell. <laughs> You're literally Brian. I'll be Kevin. Kevin Richardson. Uh, Kevin and Howie are cousins. Okay, so who wants to be my cousin? I will. Nobody wants to be my <laughs> fucking... Lisa, thank you for being my cousin. <laughs> uh, who's going to be Nick Carter? Who is the only one that actually sounds familiar to me, so I think he's like the the big one. The big Aaron Carter's street, brother. The street big boy. Who's gonna, who's gonna be the big the big one? I don't know. I am indifferent. <laughs> this was never something that I was. I don't into. know who any of them We're are. making this Silas. We're making we're making Silas be the big one since <laughs> Silas is doing the glamour. Silas has, has, has the biggest uh, that, personality. I'm a pretty boy. <laughs> that means uh, M- Misty. You could be Brian, and Shadow can be AJ. Sure. How about that? I already forgot my dude's name. I'm Kevin. <laughs> 
As we're climbing up the fire escape, <laughs> Silas, going Silas, you can't be doing that are the you, entire time. Are you going to get your tranquilizer gun first? Oh, yeah. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. I, yeah. Going to get a tranquilizer gun. Breaking into a church. To <laughs> I, had, I had thought we... I thought we had already... <laughs> I thought we kind of fast tracked, like an and I have very picked no, that up. No, it's fine. <laughs> now I have to ask: Is it the Backstreet Boys as they would be now, or as they were back in the early? Oh aughts? yeah, definitely I... the washed up, desperate like Backstreet Boys. <laughs> <laughs> Just to really, I didn't know which was funnier really until Gerundi said that, and then I realized that is just way funnier. Really us being it. the older, just to really sell it that they're like desperate and washed up and need to rub a chair. Gerundi just wants them to get arrested. <laughs> I just think it would be absolutely hilarious. Imagine, imagine sitting down to watch the television in the bunker, and we tune into TMZ, and then the news like comes up. Backstreet Boys arrested in aggravated burglary and kidnapping case. Nick Carter suspected of brutal violence. Imagine how hilarious that will be. And they'll have absolutely no idea what's going on. So I can say we're not concerned about security cameras then. We want them on. No, no, we want, we want, we need to, this is what I believe is known as a false flag operation. We'll, we, we shall firmly plant the finger of suspicion upon the Backstreet Boys. What did the Backstreet Boys do to you? <laughs> Nothing. I just, which makes it even funnier. <laughs> Ow, my ribs! Oh, I'm just gonna. I'm just gonna say this. I think we need like a five minute break so that yes, I can catch do. my breath. <laughs> we will be back very quickly because we only have until nine. A Majestic Goose Podcast. Honk.